This is Cleveland Stage Door. Please welcome our hosts, Jimmy D and Stacy. Hello, everybody. Happy uh, Thursday. Yes, we're a little late this week. We apologize. Um, uh, Stacy. we're not good at keeping track of the calendar recently. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really hard. Um, I completely forgot yesterday was Wednesday entirely. Uh, it not... Not just this, but I had some other things that I was like, oh, yeah, I'll see you on Wednesday that just didn't happen. Uh, went to bed last night thinking it was Tuesday. Woke up, it was Thursday. So yep, happy yep, Thursday. Yep. Happy Thursday, everybody. And um, this is a special episode this week. We talk about Moulin Rouge, the musical, in town through July 2nd at Keybank State Theater, a part of the Keybank Broadway series. And Stacy, I heard that nothing but rad reviews. I did not get to see the show this time around, so. Oh my gosh, Jimmy, you have no idea. You have no idea. So I, I'm not a fan of like a like a jukebox musical. Like I, I really, it takes a lot. I love it. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. But it takes a lot for me to to like. Uh, a musical where it's all songs that I've heard on the radio before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did not go into this with a lot of high hopes. I have, like, the please don't hate me for saying that, Playhouse Square. I knew it was going to be good. They always produce a good show. I, I'm always entertained there. So, like, even when I don't have high hopes, I know it's going to be good. I was blown away. Blown away. Like, I, before the second song even happened, I looked at my friend Jared, who I went with because Jimmy was out of town. Yep, um, yep. <laughs> but I went with my friend Jared and I looked at him before the second song even came on and I went, oh my God, this is amazing. It was spectacular, spectacular. It was and, just wonderful. And speaking of the first song, we kind of have a preview of that. Thanks to Playoff Score. Let's, let's uh, take a look at it. Now I want to see it again. This is where all your dreams come true. You are the Moulin Rouge. Because you can't touch So good. That opening song is phenomenal. And I've seen the show before, so it's not like I could go in here blind. Um, but like there's a reason that show won ten Tony Awards and swept the Tony Awards that year. No kidding. No <laughs> was it ten or eleven, was it it's from from Googly the it's ten Tonys, uh including Best Musical, Best Set Design. It had fourteen nominations. So it Ooh. won ten out of fourteen. Can we talk about the set for just a moment? Oh my goodness. Okay, so the I don't know. I'm just gonna give a shout out to the the, the lighting director, the technical director, whoever was in charge. 
all every single little light bulb they had a little uh frame that goes around stage and every single little light bulb was programmed differently so that you could get different moods and different feelings and during uh the opening number if you can 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 right they were pulsating but then they were pulsate different like just those 50 light bulbs alone probably took them hours upon hours upon hours upon hours and to see that come to life plus everything else that they have all of the moving parts all of the set changes all of the oh my gosh i i could go on all day i saw pictures from friends who went to the show the fact that they can bring that set to a city it's like like it looks like a broadway set that's in new york where you don't you know you get you they try and like copy as much as you can when you go see the new york but there's a lot of limitations on a set that comes on the road they didn't have any limitations like it was from the pictures i saw it was identical to what you would have seen in new york yeah um me too to all of the pictures and the the video and stuff that i have seen from the broadway cast i have to say it was the most identical uh, uh, just really a good good representation of what you would have seen had you traveled to Broadway itself to see this show. It really was. And yes. one of the other things too, that I noticed was the costuming um, for all of the actors, but especially, especially for Satine. I, I mean, if I was that actress, I would just feel like I won every lotto. I got mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was dripping in all of these beautiful designs, the entire show, um, the the moments that they had for her and her costume changes and um, telling the story with a color arc. Like it was, it was really intricate, really beautiful. So uh, mm -hmm. shout out to the costume designer as well. Yes, yes. And speaking of uh, the show, the show's features over 70 songs in a two-hour and 35-minute show. Probably one of the longest shows that we've seen come through Playoff Square. It was, uh, and the, song, the songs featured is We Are Young, Royals, Let's Dance, Hips Don't Lie, Diamonds, Shut Up and Dance, and more. All tied into, like, a love story. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I have to tell, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to be a fan of it. The mega mixes that came out from the show, I'm a fan. Um, the, there is one moment where um, Christian starts singing about, uh, or starts singing the song Roxanne. And mm -hmm. that moment for me was probably one of the best in the whole show. I, I, we, um, you know, John Cardoza was the Christian um, that is billed. He's going to be doing the majority of the tour. So you guys will be wonderful and have that chance to see him. But we actually had um, a understudy step in in that role. So we had Christian Douglas, who was on stage as Christian for our night. And I would be amiss to not call him out by name and not say that Christian Douglas really really took that song and what I have heard, um, you know, online and what I have seen in other performances and just elevated it completely. So uh, I want to go back a second time because I saw a few understudies on stage and I, if they were as amazing as they were, and they were amazing, I can't even believe what this show would be at 
at the Broadway level or at mm-hmm. the full cast level. I, I just, I want to see it 15 times. Right, right. And and who else did you see on the cast? So, like, did you see Austin Durant as Harold? Yes. Siedler? So yeah. Austin was Harold. Um, we did have, I know our last interview, um, we had Andrew Brewer, who was playing the Duke, um, and we chatted with him. He unfortunately wasn't on stage, so I really do have to go back. Um, we had Denzel, oh, Denzel, I'm going to say your last name wrong, Zopneg, T-S-O-P-N-A-N-G. I'm <laughs> so, I just spell it because I will yeah. mess that up. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this man, this Denzel. Okay, he was so cute, first of all. He's just a fabulous look. And like, if I was, if I was a teen, maybe I would have taken the Duke instead. I don't know. I don't know. He 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 offered her a lot. I, I might have done it. Watch out, my husband. I watch out. Oh boy. <laughs> no, it, uh, Denzel did a did a fabulous job, but I am really, really uh, trying to open up my schedule so that I can get back and see Andrew Brewer because I know that he would be fabulous doing this yep, role. Yep. yep. And uh, if you haven't been able to see our interview with Andrew, go check it out on all of our platforms. It's up there. We got a lot of great feedback from it. Um, what about Courtney? What did you think about Courtney? Um, so Courtney Reed, who is playing Satine, she, yes. I, this woman's voice, I actually during the intermission. Okay, so I leaned over to my friend again during intermission, and I said. This woman could play any part that she wanted, first of all. She is just so very good. But second of all, once once this tour has wrapped, once she is, has fulfilled herself playing Satine, I would love to see her play Belle in Beauty and the Beast. I think she'd be oh. fabulous at it. Her voice can sing anything, can do anything. She had that quirky, uh, kind of tongue-in-cheek funniness that was brought to this role in the movie. She had uh, unbelievable singing ability, which just floored, floored with some of the notes that this woman hit. Um, I can't say enough good things. I mean, really, it sounds like lip service. It sounds like I'm saying, oh, the show was so good. The show was so It really was so good. Um, And it's surprising that people are still sleeping on the show. Like, like. There's still plenty of tickets left to see it before it ends on July 2nd, which is mind-blowing to me because of how great the show actually is. Like, I get that a lot of people don't like these uh, this, these type of musicals, but, like, the, just the story and the storyline behind it with the music is is phenomenal. And the talent is insane. I just, I don't understand it. But if if you're listening and you're still on the, you're still on the uh, fence about seeing the show, make sure you go see it because it's, it's worth seeing. Absolutely. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait. I tried. I tried very hard when we uh, were in there to be as critical as I could and be like, okay, not everything can be good. I got to find something that I don't like. I got to do it because I got to tell people what it was really about. Something's got to be bad. Nothing was bad, Jimmy. Nothing. Everything was so fabulous. I think the only thing that I can say is that it didn't last long enough i could have gone even with a two and a half hour show right 245 yeah yeah 
two two hours 45 minutes i could have gone three hours i could have gone three and a half hours you could have packed more songs in because the talent that was on that stage just kept me it kept me gripped to the show and i don't even like jukebox musicals man. <laughs> maybe you're turning into a jukebox fan here mm, i don't know there's, there's, Mm, I don't know, but, but I'm going to try. This show made me a fan of this show. There you go. There you go. So what would you rank this in with your order of from the Broadway series this year? Oh, gosh. I mean, the Broadway series this year was fabulous. I got to be real. I'm looking forward to the Broadway series next year more just because I'm more familiar with those titles. Um, and we still have a show to go, so I can't like put a full right. ranking on it. But this one is definitely very close to the top, if not the top, for this year for me. It it, it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. The good. the the um set design alone is just worth it. Like it, if you're a fan of like the technical aspects, like you were saying earlier, it's just it's just mind blowing what they could do and what they could bring into a city to mm-hmm. put this show on. So, but yeah. All right, uh, you heard it here first. If you have a chance to go see the show, go see it. You have eight performances a week from now through July 2nd at KeyBank State Theater to go see the show. Go see it. Uh, tickets are available on playoffscore.org. Um, it's going to be a phenomenal show. So it we're we're very excited about our last show of the series. Um, a little news for you for everybody that did not hear yet. Uh, Come From Away has been postponed, um, canceled due to technical issues and travel issues um, for July 25th through the 30th at Playoff Square. So overall, if you could see the show, go see it at uh, Playoff Square, as I said before, June 7th through uh, July 2nd. You have eight performances per week to go see it. Um, Go see Courtney. Hopefully go see Andrew. Hopefully he's doing better and the entire cast of Moulin Rouge, uh, you got, you have to see this one, like, like, this is one of those shows that if you don't see it, you're gonna regret it, not seeing it, um, because, because you slept on it, there is a reason, ladies and gents, that it won 10 Tony Awards, not every, some shows don't even win one Tony Award, this show won, swept the entire year, like, they won 10 out of 14 awards that year, And listen, if you're out there and you want to go see the show, but you're like, oh, I don't want to go alone, hit me up. I'll go again. There you go. (laughs) I will be anybody's uh, plus one to go see this show again. It was that good. I want to see it multiple times. Um, And yeah, where where can, it's PlayhouseSquare.com for tickets, right? Yeah, PlayhouseSquare.org or uh, MoulinRougeTheMusical.com. If you're not in Cleveland, we have a lot of non-Clevelanders that listen to our show. Non-Ohioans, so all all of our non-Ohioans, welcome and thank you for watching, listening, uh, listening to our rants, listening to our fun. Um, this this show's going to Columbus uh, next year, so it is the lead uh, it is the lead show for the Columbus uh, Broadway and Columbus uh, series next year. So if you if you're in Columbus or if you're, I think it's going to Detroit as well next year. So if you have a chance. If you have a chance to see it, go see it. You you have plenty of opportunities around this region, um, and they're announcing new shows every single every single um, 
week almost so new cities every single week so if you could go see it go see it it's worth it worth the money um overall that i think that wraps it up for us right stacy that wraps it up for me i mean i've said it a hundred times i'll say it a hundred more go see the show yes. really uh, this is the most earnest i've ever been and how much i've enjoyed the show go see this show Yes, so um, go see the show. I'm going to see it uh, again on the 28th. So after that, I will film my thoughts, and we'll finally get a, like a joint review of the Cleveland cast. And um, but yeah, go see the show. PlayoffScore.org, June 7th through July 2nd at KeyBank State Theater. Thanks you all for watching. We will see you all next week. Thanks, guys. Cleveland Stage Door is a podcast produced by NEO Music Scene. Check out all the happenings around Cleveland on neomusicscene.com. A Jimmy D production copyrighted 2023 by Jimmy D Productions, jimmydpro.com.